Hello, Mixed Net Cases. This is New Joss, and I'm kind of And hi, I'm Tech, and I've had a crazy idea. No. An epiphany, if you will. No, Let's not yet. Let's talk about epiphany. Okay, but can I say that this is Nutty Bites, and you're listening to a special 12 Days of Podcasting episode? Sure. So what did you have this epiphany about? Let's talk about the Feast of the Epiphany. Oh, the Feast of the Epiphany. What is that? Uh, so this is this... Um, Okay. This crazy new idea the kids are having. Yeah, well, okay. So or not. The tw- actual 12th day the of Christmas. 12 days of Christmas. So the first day of Christmas is Christmas. Christmas. And right. that's when you get a partridge in a pear tree. Right, so it's not the days before. No. It's supposed to be the days after Christmas. But everybody's kind of turned it into an advent calendar. And they think it's the days before. Right. But which makes sense because then you can all line up and get your beer from Picaroons. Yay, beer. So the day one, day one of Christmas... It's Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah. December 25th, the day the little Jesus guy showed up in the manger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That guy. Hi, Jesus. Hi, Jesus. Happy birthday. And it birthday. took 12 days for the Magi to come from the east. Right. Because they were following that star. Yeah. Right. And they showed up and they gave the presents. On January 6th. Yes. 12 days later. Well, it was probably in September sometime, but yeah. Right. L- 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 right. Okay. Let's go with that. Okay. So, um... There are many cultures that celebrate the Feast of Epiphany, and it is a a, a holy day. It, it is an important day, um, but we kind of forgot about it, or mass culture has forgotten about it, because Santa doesn't come on the Feast of the Epiphany. He comes on Christmas. He comes on Christmas, so everybody's forgotten about the Feast of the Epiphany. So and why does your family still do a big thing on Epiphany? Well, well, it, well, it has, and really, I mean, it has little to do with religion, sure, because we are religious, but it has more to do with the fact that there are so many of us that growing up, it was, uh, it was tricky. We had all this extended family, and we were rushing all over the place, and we didn't really have any family time. And then, as my older siblings got older, they started working on Christmas because they would work at the church, and they had all these other obligations. And we just never had time for us to celebrate Christmas as a family. So my parents got this crazy idea that we would celebrate with the immediate family on Epiphany, which was January 6th. And that worked really well for us because my mom was a stay-at-home mom and my dad was a ship's captain. So he would always make sure that he was home for Epiphany. And the years that he wasn't home for Epiphany, we saved it for him. And so what that meant is there were some times that our Christmas tree was up until February (laughs) and we always had a live Christmas tree. So we had a brown Christmas tree. A sickly withered old tree. It it hurt. It really hurt um, to go near it. So you didn't go near the Christmas tree on those years. But generally, my dad was able to come home uh, because at least for most of my memory, he was kind of the bigwig of the company. Uh, he had been captain longest, but for, there, were, there were definitely some years that he wasn't home for Epiphany, so we just kind of saved it for him. Um, but on the years that he was home for the actual January 6th, it didn't matter if it was a weekday or or a weekend because once he was home, he was home and he didn't have to go to work. So we would all um, put our names in a hat on Thanksgiving and we would draw names out of a hat and we would figure out who we were supposed to buy for. Much like a secret Santa, except we called it Kris Kringle. And the goal was you're supposed to, um, you're supposed to be nice to that person every year. 
until Epiphany. And everyone in I'm the- nice to everybody. You're telling me that as long well, as I've been doing nice. that I've been doing this church that I, I I only have to be nice to one person. No, you have to be nice to everybody, but you have to be extra nice to one person. So I hope you've been extra nice to your Chris Kringle. Uh, as extra nice as I've been to everybody else. Oh, that's not extra nice to one person. Hmm. Mm. Although, have you been extra nice to your Chris Kringle? I have. I've given her many positive thoughts. Positive thoughts. That's a polite <laughs> way of saying not at well, all. Well, it's tricky because we... So here's not my in New thing. York. It was easier when we were growing up. Like you could leave little things under the person's pillow. Like you'd leave like candy canes under somebody's pillow and they'd go, oh, my Kris Kringle must have left that for me. Right. I never thought anything negative about my Kris Kringle in this entire year. There you go. That's pretty good. Never? Never. Not a single thing. Not a single negative thought. Wow. Let's extend it. Not a single thought. Oh. <gasps> That's wrong. I disagree. I disagree because we've talked about your Chris Kringle. I never meant that. No, that was a joke. You're so wrong. I'm so horrible. You are horrible. Do you remember which one's your Chris Kringle Stir- and which one's mine? To hell. Do you remember who's your Chris Kringle yeah, and who's I d- mine? I do. You do? I do. Okay. I can't mention it right no, now. No, you can't. Because it'll make you edit. Well, I'm not editing. I don't edit these. Okay. And if you say it, you could spoil it. Right. And that's the thing. Growing up, everybody was sure they knew exactly who everyone so had. So if you muted both microphones no. and then use Levelator no. or, or, um, or the, the, the truncate the silence, truncate silence no. wouldn't it find it? No. So nuke nope. both microphones right now. Nope. Nope. No? We're not going to say it. We're not going to okay, say it. I know what so, your micro Kringle is. I know you do. I'm just teasing you. So um, Horrible person. Everybody, like so many of us would say, I know who everybody has. I know that everybody has and they were so certain and they never had it absolutely right and really what ended up happening is we would throw out foilers and we'd make people think that we had them when we didn't actually and you will notice and you'll notice and this happens every year with with my brother that starts with a v he'll go to hand it to someone and then it'll psych away and hand it to somebody else. Yeah, but it's like doing a March Madness bracket. You think you've got it completely figured out. I know that Duke is going to make it into the finals. Eliminated in the first round. I mean, I completely had the rest of it. No, Kaylin's been extra nice to W this year, so she's definitely got her. No, she didn't have her at all. She's got the Wookiee. Not yeah. a thing. So uh, we would constantly think that we have it. But like I said, V, he will hand it to somebody else, and then pull it out of their hands and give it to someone else. And I promise you, he's going to do that this year. He does it every year. And um, there have been a couple of uh, legendary presents, which are not so legendary. Uh, Like, for instance, the one year that one of my sisters decided to give like um, uh, a fairy godmother type presents, and she gave... Another sister, tact, patience, and poise. And she gave her plaques with the, those words engraved on them. And they have become the most horrid things. And she was trying really hard. And she was being really sweet. But the other sister uh, really horrible. Day, hates them because she felt it was an insult because it meant that she didn't have tact, tact patience, or, or poise. poise. That's a pretty horrible gift. Yeah, so we don't do that anymore. No. My personal favorite epiphany gift was watching Brother-in-Law 1 
who loves scotch receive a present from brother-in-law two of scotch and brother-in-law two played up this whole thing about going to the liquor store and asking for the best thing that they had and receiving this thing called royal plaid aged 18 months in a plastic bottle with a screw top and i've horribly blended right horribly blended there are paint thinners my my wireless listeners there are paint thinners that are better scotch than this one but to brother-in-law two's credit he was so gracious. Right. And he's like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And he's like, I'm going to save this for later. No, crack it open right I, now. Why don't you drink it? Sure. Okay, you know, I've never had this before. It'll be interesting to try. Let's drink it right now. And we all took a try, and it was horrible. And brother-in-law one I, oh, is cracking up. Is cracking up the whole time because he then pulls out from under the table the bottle of, you know, 12-year-old. The year 12-year-old Balvenny double wood that he'd been saving. And he goes, no, psych, but this is your real gift. But we all had to drink of this horrible... It was so bad. It was acetone. It was pure acetone and ammonia. And it has become an epiphany legend. Oh, yes. It has. And uh, so we've added people to the mix. We have added in-laws. and Hi, I'm an in-law. You are an in-law. And basically what... What we have decided that is it is up to the sibling that the person is attached to to decide when they are ready to join. And most of us have agreed that marriage is a good indicator. Marriage. Marriage. So what happens the year that you become a newcomer? Well, a newcomer at all to the ceremony. So wait, we'll get there. We'll get there. But then we've also included the grandkids. Right. And so the in-laws are part of the siblings. And now the grandkids, they have their own gift exchange. So they're only buying for other grandkids. And the grandkids range from 26 years old to three. But there's a dollar limit here. Yeah, there's a quote unquote dollar limit that we're supposed to stay under. Right. But we never do. I think it's 50 for the adults and 20 for the kids. Well, we try our best. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. And sometimes, you know, some people will spend more and some people will spend less. I mean, there is the year that uh, the oldest got a microwave, which at the time was really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you that microwave uh, continued with us until... Wait, I think it's still in her house because it came to me and then it went back to her. Mm. So yeah, like that microwave lasted forever. Okay. Um, but that was like a really big deal. But so what happens that first year? So yeah, so there have been many people that have been invited to come join us. Like me. Uh, they don't always get involved in the gift exchange. But the first year, what happens? Why don't you tell us? What is it like showing up to Epiphany for the first time? So first we need to talk about the cake. Yes. So... During Epiphany, there's a there's a tradition mm-hmm. of the Epiphany cake. Yes, so and the, it, it the, predicts the future. Right. So this this is just a white cake and baked in or a pistachio cake in, yes. in this case. That baked inside the cake are three charms, mm-hmm. and there is a thimble, a coin, and a crown. These a are, thimble, a ring, and a crown. A ring, and a crown. Yes. And that depending, and so these are these are like actual metal physical objects that are baked into the cake batter. And we actually you, p- now put them in after they're baked, but yes. that's okay. Right, and then you slice the cake uh, apart. Everybody gets their slice, and if you find the charm, one of these charms in your slice, 
it predicts your future for the rest of the year. So uh, the um, so what are they? the thimble means you will get a year of hard work. Year of hard work, which. Sounds bad, but it actually can be really good. Generally, that means a new job. Right. Crown for great fortune. Crown for great wealth. Yep. And a ring for great love. And it doesn't always mean romantic love. It could be anything. A lot of times it has to do with uh, children. I love rye. No, I don't think that's what it means. Um, But there have been times that somebody has gotten a ring and then they had a baby in the next year. Oh, cool. And that was always really cool. I... So could be misremembering, but I do think that there was somebody that was very particularly wanting to have a baby and ended up having a baby in the next year. So to add to the randomness, to make sure that the the cake slices are divided equally among everyone in the family, the newest member of the family, either by invitation or by birth, once able, is thrown, physically, thrown, physically, I don't remember that part. Under the dining room table. Yes. And you have to... This is the biggest challenge. Right. So now you are on all fours (laughs) underneath the dining room table where you cannot see what's going on above you. So you don't know which slice is going to whom. And you have to pick the next person. Who gets the next slice? And Um, that's the real challenge. You have to know everybody's name. You have to know everybody. So the first year that I was, the, just after our, our marriage, I was... No, this was before we got married, you I, had to do I it. I was thrown physically, bodily, judo slammed by mother. Yes, that's yeah. true. Wrist lock and all. Wrist sure. lock and all, slammed uh-huh. under this table. And then it was thankful to my nieces and nephews who kept running under the table to help me. You forgot this person. Well, didn't Brenna go under with you? Uh, there was Brenna and there was a couple others. Yeah. Now, uh, there was a group of them. There was like, uh, I had a platoon. I had a platoon of little dudes and dudettes who would like run out and be like, did I forget anybody? Well, you forgot this person. I did forget that person. Thank you. Did I forget anybody else? I don't know. Let me check. Then they'd run out. they go back. You forgot that person too. <laughs> I forgot that person too. Okay. And then it just went <coughs> back and forth and back and forth and it ended up being super, super fun. But it's super intimidating of who did you forget, dumbass? <laughs> You're in the family now. <gasps> Swear. Uh yes, I did. I well, don't edit. Uh-oh. Nope. Well, let it slide. iTunes is gonna get mad at me. You can't do it twice. I really want to drop enough. No, you don't. No, you don't. No. Shit, don't. No. Oh, I was gonna get so mad at you. So yeah. So that's Epiphany, and that's always fun. So for it, for my food people, the people that have been drooling ever since they heard about Stalin, this cake is a white cake with a slight hint of pistachio. And what I do to give it that slight hint of pistachio is I take the jello pistachio pudding mix and I put half of that pudding mix in to the cake. And then when I whip the fresh whipped cream, I take fresh cream and I put in a packet of pistachio pudding mix and that other half and I whip that all together. And then that makes a pistachio whipped cream. And I put that on top afterwards. It's pretty good cake. And then you heighten it with maraschino cherries. It's like the best cake in the world, but you can only have it once a year because it only happens on Epiphany. And it's so good. So did we forget anything else about Epiphany? And then you get presents. And you get presents, yeah. And everybody gets one. 
Right. And it goes around in this crazy sort of a zigzag <laughs> spider web of uh, somebody throws a present at somebody else, and then you take your present, you go, hey, wow, awesome, it's the skis I wanted, cool, hey, neat, and then you grab your present that you gave to somebody else, and you go, here, you, nope, you're not my Kris Kringle, it's you, haha, psych, I got you this year, yep. oh, what a funny joke. And then and then every now and then there's a crisscross and we have to restart, but every year we come up with a new reason of who gets to go first. And, um, oh, and mom and dad, which is now mom, just mom, uh, gives one present to each of the kids, which now, if you have kids of your own, she gets presents for one of your kids. Because your mom is nuts. But, yeah, she is nuts. Um, But she doesn't get, we had to tell her to stop because she was getting for all of the kids and the grandkids. And we're like, dude, you got way too many grandkids to do this. So then she made the rule, if you have kids of your own, then you don't get an epiphany present. Your kids get the epiphany present. And there's two of us that don't have kids, so we still get epiphany presents. I still get a present. And I told, I used to be one of the ones who told her she had to stop giving out presents, but now that we're the only ones, I'm totally okay with getting presents. I still get a present. <laughs> and my brother... The Wookiee, he he said this summer, he's like, yeah, you need to stop that. That's kind of ridiculous. And I'm like, no, it's not. I decided not to have kids. You decided to have kids and get rid of your presents. <laughs> and then he kind of agreed with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And on Saturday mornings, you have to wake up and take care of your kids. You can't sleep in and then wake up when you want to and watch your cartoons and play your video games and eat your cereal. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty awful. Saturday mornings are a sacred ritual <laughs> that I will not. Uh, I laugh because this this brother was v- one of the people pressuring me to have children, and the reason he was pressuring me is he wanted his kids to have cousins around the same age, and I was like, dude, no, that's not what you do. But epiphany, it's awesome, and it's such a blowout. And every year we try to schedule it, and we don't always get to do it on epiphany this year we're doing it the day after Epiphany. let me talk about the first time i tried to take off work to go to epiphany oh yeah okay we're going long but go ahead this is the last episode right so i had to um i had to submit a leave pass to work to say that i needed vacation time one week later than everybody else so i was going to take off a week later but i was going to be a week later in returning here are here's my validation my uh girlfriend's family celebrates feast of the epiphany how blah 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 blah. give me the time off my boss didn't believe me and made me go to my catholic chaplain to prove that that it's a real thing so that i could get a doctor's note from my priest (laughs) who would say that yes this is a real thing and I walk into the chaplain's office with the note from my boss who didn't believe me. I'm like, look, I, I can't get time off for Christmas. I need your help. Well, why? Because he doesn't believe me that the way my wife's Catholic family uh, celebrates this is real. What do you mean? Well, they don't do Christmas gifts on Christmas. They do them during the Feast of the Epiphany. Oh, January 6th. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on. That's totally a real thing. Scribble, scribble, scribble. And I got my note within eight seconds. Yeah. But it, uh, it was crazy. Yeah. You had to prove. I had to prove that this thing was a real thing. And I think your it. boss at the time was a Catholic too. He just didn't know about it. I think they both were. Yeah, and 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 like I said, I mean, we do Epiphany, but not they the both way didn't that know many about Epiphany. Do. They yeah. both knew they were Catholic. 
Yeah, they were both Catholic. They just didn't know about Epiphany. And apparently they had no Italian friends because <laughs> a lot of Italians do it with the whole Lubba Farmer Nobody thing. Nobody has Italian friends. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, anyway, so that is the Feast of Epiphany. And that is Christmas to me. And that makes sense to me. So where I am on Christmas doesn't matter as much as where I am 12 days-ish after Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Gratefulest Day. I hope you have a good time. Happy and birthday. if you're not having a good time, go online and find a good time. Because we're here. Hey, if you're not having a good time, Merry Christmas. We love you. We do. And come find us. Yeah, come find us. You come can tweet us. us. You can send us messages on Facebook. We'll, we'll have our phones on. We're here for you. Yes. We're here for everybody. And we love you. And we do. We, you know, like, this isn't, like... Except you, and you know who I'm talking to, because we love you, like, double extra much. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, this isn't just, like, the Dave Slusher sign-off. Like, this is legit. His is legit, too. But it's real. We love you. Say we love you. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, we love you. And we love you. I really mean that. And uh, have right. a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. Nutty Bites is produced by Mimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.